Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on. You made it. This is the pregame show. It's a Phil Collins Friday. Not quite a payday Friday, a week away from that, but it's a Friday nonetheless, and welcome in. You got one more day, and if you work on the weekends, God bless you. Get that money, and if you're getting off work right now, getting ready for work, getting ready for school, getting ready to go travel, vacation, it's supposed to be beautiful. It's been beautiful all week, if we're going to be honest. It's been gorgeous. Mid-70s, high-70s in Oakland. I hate it when it hits 80 degrees, but in the 70s, it's just right. Once it hits 80, ugh, it's unbearable. But that's just Northern California, Central Coast, Bay Area kind of weather. Spoiled is what we are. And spoiled is what we are in sports in the Bay Area. Yeah, don't get it twisted. It's been a lot of success here in the Bay Area in the last decade. Giants, World Series, 49ers have been to some Super Bowls, not quite cashing in, but been there. A lot of success under Kyle Shanahan. We'll get to him because he'll be one of the main talking points of the show today at 888-957-9570. And obviously the Golden State Warriors just having one of the greatest dynasties the sport of basketball has ever seen and one of the greatest players the sport has ever seen in Stephen Curry. So they hope this next three-year window that they're calling it, this final chapter, if you will, as Anthony Slater and 95-7 Game Warriors Insider dubbed it, with Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Steph Curry, they hope they could add one more, at least, to that and get a fifth for Steph, Clay, and Dre. And hell, maybe a first for Chris Paul. But I say all that to say this. Success is fleeting. I didn't think I was going to open up with this today. But there was a report I saw, and it was just interesting. It was from the Boston Globe. Bill Belichick's friends, oh, his friends, they're homies. I didn't know Bill Belichick had friends, if we're going to be honest, outside of the janitors and stuff at Gillette Stadium's practice facility or wherever they practice over out in New England. Didn't know he had friends. Guy lives, breathes, eats football, by all accounts. I've watched many a documentary on him, the E60s, uh, 30s, whatever. The guy loves football. He's a lifer. But even guys like that eventually have to move on. And sometimes, yes, even the greatest head coach of all time in the history of the sport, and we'll get into why that's getting challenged as of late, But even those guys can get pushed out and forced to leave. So when I saw that, I was like, huh. 
That's interesting. Bill Belichick getting forced out because he hasn't gone to the playoffs and have well, he's gone to the playoffs, hasn't had a playoff win, I should say, in four years. And seeing the success from Tom Brady immediately with the Bucs, winning one in his first year as quarterback of Tampa Bay, definitely changes, at least it did with me, and maybe you already had this preconceived notion, or maybe it wasn't a preconceived notion, maybe you just know sports and know football, and you're like, listen, you can have as great as a head coach as you want. It always comes down to the players. It comes down to the quarterback. And it was, oh, we're going to find out once Tom Brady, Bill Belichick separate, who was the best, right? Who really made the other person great? (laughs) Tom Brady had instant success, won a Super Bowl. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no argument of that. Miss me with everything else. The only guy that has the opportunity to surpass him is Patrick Mahomes over in Kansas City. His head coach, Andy Reid, another guy that we talk about as now one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in the game today. Why is that? Because of the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes. What did Andy Reid win prior to Mahomes? Diddly. Yeah, he's got some playoff. Playoffs under his belt with Alex Smith. Yeah, he's... Gone to the Super Bowl. He went to, what, four straight NFC Championship games? Donovan McNabb was fun. It's great. The resurgence of Michael Vick. Hell, Kevin Cobb had success under Andy Reid. Chad Henney. A few spots here and there. But ultimately, it's down to the quarterback. It always has been, always will be. So I'm not shocked to find that his... Seat is getting hot over in New England as it pertains to Bill Belichick. And good morning to all of you on Twitch, on YouTube. We are live and streaming up on there. Be sure to search 95.7 The Game, like, and subscribe. And also be sure to download that Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 The Game, because it's the last day, folks. It is the last day for 95.7 The Game's All-Star Week blowout. Yes, we still got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan. We still got a round of golf with one of the shows at Berkeley Country Club. Oh, if the weather's been this beautiful like it has been, Berkeley Country Club, oh, it's going to pop. It's absolutely going to pop. Just hit them straight. And last but certainly not least, an autographed Clay Thompson jersey. No one's gotten it yet. So your chance. Listen to all the shows today. Morning Roast, Steiny Goo, Willard Dibs, and you will have a chance to win one of those prizes. You've got to be paying attention, though. You've got to be paying attention to the show because it can be about anything. The questions they ask, oh, it could be sports-related or it could be Stephen A. Smith and Marcus and Richmond-related like it was on the morning roast. 11 minutes, you can do better. There you go. Got about 18 minutes left in this segment. I think I could do better. 11 minutes, you can do better. Thanks, Steve. You have some serious deficiencies. That's why I'm on the pregame show, Steve. All right? We're working through those. One-hour show. All right? Got another 53 minutes here. Don't be too hard on me, Steve. God bless that man. ESPN's not paying him enough money for the content he's creating. I don't even think that's an ESPN show where I got that sound by. The Stephen A. Smith show, I think that's FanDuel or whatever. Oh, man. Stun of Filmo. Appreciate you. Is this the real Sam Lubman? Chiming in on the chat? Sam, you know, God bless him. Host of Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. I'm sure he's fired up. Him, him and Joe Shasky on that podcast. Check it out wherever you can download your podcast. They're doing numbers. And the Giants do get back on track today. The MLB gets back underway for this second half, this final stretch, if you will. Giants out in Pittsburgh should be a fun series. A lot of young talent between those two teams. But Sam Lutman chiming in on the chat. 69 degrees is the perfect weather temp. Relax, Sam. Relax. I think we got all of our innuendos off yesterday at the end of the morning roast. And if you missed that, I urge you to download that Odyssey app or go on Twitch and YouTube and find yesterday's show. It was all time. It was an all-timer. And sometimes, you know, people like to say the dog days of radio. 
during All-Star Week, and it's like, oh, scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Oh, man. No. We were digging yesterday, and we struck gold. We struck gold. Speaking of striking gold in the 49ers, is that what Kyle Shanahan has in Brock Purdy? So we were talking about Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, right? I think it's safe to say those guys being 60-plus, Belichick 70-plus years old, it's all about the quarterback. Even with the greatest head coaches of all time, ultimately, it's about finding your guy. Belichick found his early and Tom Brady. The rest is history. Six Super Bowls. Greatest team ever assembled. Bar none. And then you got Andy Reid. Early success in Philly. Borderline Hall of Famer with Donovan McNabb. That's why he had a success. Had one of the greatest prospects and one of the greatest fall from graces in sports history. And Michael Vick brought him back up. Built back him, his reputation, his play on the field. Got that guy paid. And there were some fun teams, but not playoff success with those squads. You think back to the Dream Team comment from Vince Young at the time. They brought him Namdi Asamoah. They had all these guys. They had Shady McCoy. They had everything. Until they didn't, and it failed, and it blew up in their face. Bye-bye, Andy Reid. Hello, Kansas City. They bring in Alex Smith. Yeah, all right. Some success here. Yeah, they're winning. But it's not like we're picking this team to win the Super Bowl. God bless Alex Smith. The only reason he was almost getting the Super Bowls over in San Francisco is because of that defense. Playmakers around the running game. Frank Gore. And then you really saw how explosive that offense could be once Alex Smith went down. Colin Kaepernick took over. Same to be said for Alex Smith in Kansas City. God bless him. Once Patrick Mahomes took over, there's no looking back. Saw it immediately. This kid's special. He's a chance to be one of the greatest of all time. And just a few years later, he's already cemented himself, at least in my eyes, as a top five quarterback, if not top four quarterback in the history of the game, with two Super Bowls and three appearances. So taking all that into account, is Kyle Shanahan ever going to find that guy? And does he need to? Because I just listed off the two of the greatest if not the greatest head coaches in the history of the NFL. And the only reason they won is because they had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Is Kyle Shanahan ever going to get that? I think that's what what 49er fans just want. They want a quarterback. And hell, maybe they feel as good as Kyle is. They don't need a Hall of Fame quarterback. They just need a good one. That doesn't make mistakes, but as we've seen, come playoff time, mistakes happen. Jimmy Garoppolo, very good quarterback. You can take the very off if you'd like. Good quarterback. Got hurt a lot, but won a lot of games. He did. And we were seeing it last year when he brought back Christian McCaffrey. He brought him into the fold. That offense was lighting up. It's like, oh man, they're letting Jimmy cook. Oh, we... We might have something here. Ah, and it's gone. Broken ankle, out for the year. Here's this guy, Brock Purdy. Ah, okay, let's see what he got. Oh. Oh, okay. Nice little win in Miami. Okay. Oh, nice little performance against the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. Again, Purdy chance. Okay. Ah, but let's see him do it in the playoffs. He'll lose one game eventually, right? This guy hasn't had to fight adversity. Well... Down double digits against the Las Vegas Raiders, even though blowing double-digit leads was the Raiders' favorite thing last year. They did it a lot. They did it again in that game as Brock Purdy overcame adversity, winning in Las Vegas. Ah, but in a playoff game, things get tight. Now they did. But in that Seattle game, he was impressive. Cowboys game? Eh, made the throws he needed to. Outplayed Dak Prescott, which was a low bar, but he cleared it. And then, unfortunately, we didn't get to see what was going to take place in Philadelphia because his elbow got shattered. And now all reports are he's on target to be a part of training camp, which starts in a couple weeks now. I cannot wait. We're going to be all over that right here on 95.7 The Game. 
We'll be live and local. We'll be breaking down training camp, all the storylines, all the headlines, all that right here on 95.7 The Game. Good morning, EJ. Good morning, MDK1 on the YouTube chat. Stun of Filmo. Thank you, Matt Nahigi and Joe Spadoni. Joe Chowski III, Bonta Hill, Sam Lubbin, and Co. The quest for October begins. Go Giants, baby. Stunna. Okay. Like the confidence. Appreciate the confidence. What are the Giants going to be in the second half? It's got a tough little stretch for them coming out. I know the Pirates have faded here the last few months. they still got talent, man. It's got a lot of talent over that score. They had two All-Stars. Keller and Bednar. And then you get the Red Hot Reds on Monday. Ellie De La Cruz. Up close and personal. And Cincinnati Small Park. The Great American Small Park, I think, is what uh, Dave Fleming of the uh, NBC Sports Bay Area voice, and he was on with the Morning Roast a few days ago, dubbed it Great America Small Park. I like that. So they got a four-game set there. And then they wrap up the road trip at Washington against the Nationals, who aren't very good, but not as bad as some of the worst teams in the league, a la Royals or the Oakland Athletics. So, tough stretch coming up for the Giants, but I think it will tell us a lot about this squad heading towards the trade deadline starting today. Again, that's going to be in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. We're talking quarterbacks, we're talking head coaches, we're talking legacies here this morning on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni at 888-957- 9570. And it's always about the quarterback. Always has been. Always will be. You can say all you want about Kyle Shanahan, all this, all that. I just listed two of the greatest coaches of all time who are not going to win anything without a Hall of Fame quarterback. And it's rare if you don't. The Doug Petersons of the world, that's rare with the Nick Foles. Doesn't happen a lot. Joe Flacco? I'll say this with Flacco. He was at least a pretty damn good quarterback for a good stretch of his starting career. And you could laugh at that. Uh, pretty damn good. What does that mean? Well, he had playoff success. I knew he was the leader of that team. Now things faded towards the end there. But Nick Foles, that one was really like, okay, where'd that come from? Carson Wentz was playing like an MVP. He goes down, and this guy Nick Foles, yeah, he had some success under Chip Kelly in a prior regime. But really, what's he going to do here? Well, he just looked like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time for a stretch. He was hot. Stepped up to the challenge. Doug Peterson, again, offensive play caller. Philly special. The rest is history. I think a lot of Niner fans feel like they can get that kind of a performance when that's more of the exception to the norm. Almost always, you're going to have to have a Hall of Fame type of quarterback if you want a chance to win a Super Bowl. If you want to win the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, maybe he gets there. Maybe. He's still young enough. But there's a good chance he never gets back. And Jalen Hurts just had one of the greatest Super Bowl performances I'd ever seen. One of the greatest performances, if not the greatest of his career. And I've watched him since Alabama, Oklahoma, all that. The jump he made from last year to this past one. It's incredible. But it was the one mistake. Dropped the ball, fumble recovery for a touchdown, and that was the difference. Patrick Mahomes on a bum ankle, puts the team on his back, and again, the rest is history. Two Super Bowls for Patty Mahomes, third for Kansas City as a franchise, and now we're talking back-to-backs. We're talking one maybe one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history. It's not even maybe at this point. I mean, Patrick Mahomes already is. We're talking, does this guy have a chance to catch the GOAT himself, Tom Brady? I'd say relax on that, pump the brakes. He needs five more Super Bowls just to tie him. But here was Ross Tucker, who joined the 415ers podcast with Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy. They're doing a hell of a job. Be sure to find that wherever you could find your latest podcasts from. It's an Odyssey network. And Ross Tucker was talking about Brock Purdy. And whether he falls into the Jimmy Garoppolo category. Take a listen. Well, I don't know that I'll say regression as much as, you know, I think there's 
what I would think about with Purdy is sort of the, what I would call like the Jimmy G effect, which is to say, is he good enough to win championship games? Is he good enough to get to and win Super Bowls? You know, I thought he did a lot of really positive things last year. Obviously, was extremely uh, well prepared, played so so well, such a high level as a rookie. But that's not the same as winning a conference championship game against a team like the Eagles or winning the Super Bowl against an elite AFC quarterback, which is the type of quarterback you're going to have to go against in the Super Bowl. So I think the question for me about Purdy isn't as much about regression as it is upside and potential. Fair enough. And I think that's a fair question for Brock Purdy coming into this next season. Where's he going to be at? I mean, this was a guy with limited arm strength, was not one of his strong suits, enjoyed the mobility, the improvisation factor of his game that Jimmy Garoppolo certainly did not have, especially after the torn ACL and all the lower body injuries he's had in his career. But having an elbow injury like Brock Purdy did on his throwing arm, basically, it's not quite Tommy John, but they had to go in there, fix some stuff up, and have a pitcher type of injury. Not very common. Jake DeLome, maybe the most recent example of a starting quarterback that did it and had success. But there is absolutely a question mark with this guy heading into next season. I think a lot of fans are like, hey, as long as he's healthy, this guy was undefeated. Okay? And if he's healthy... We're going to go undefeated now. I'm not saying they're going to undefeated again, but that's basically the mindset. But it's also fair to say, listen, he only played eight games. There's been plenty flash in the pants in this league that showed what Brock Purdy showed, and then they folded. Happens almost every other year. You'll see a stretch from a bad team. Like, oh man, can they do this? Can, this, can they keep this up? No. And they end up failing. Now the difference is with a lot of those teams... They don't have a Kyle Shanahan, who, again, one of the top coaches in the league. But with Brock Purdy, I think it's fair to have some skepticism. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be the week one starter. He absolutely showed that. He showed more in his starts than Trey Lance has. Way more. I think the conversation with that whole quarterback room is, why Sam Darnold is the number two? Why, why Why? even do that? Now, obviously, they have this new quarterback rule with a third emergency quarterback that you can have on your rosters at all times. Let's take up an active roster spot. So they'll have three quarterbacks. But you can only get to that third quarterback if the first two are knocked out via injury and can't come back. So that's mainly what a lot of the conversation is dominated with this offseason is, you know, Trey Lance, Sam Donald, the backup. At this point... All reports have been that Brock Purdy's in line to be ready for training camp, so it'll probably be probably much ado about nothing. But here's more from Ross Tucker, who again joined the 415ers podcast with Evan Giddings and Mark Randy, talking about why he thinks Trey Lance has soured a bit in Santa Clara. Take a listen. I think they've soured on him a little bit. And do I think that he's a work in progress? Maybe, but he's been there a decent amount of time now. I know the injuries, and I know they felt like they needed to develop him and all that stuff, and they don't want to go through those growing pains with him now or the development with him now. I get that. But, Evan, to pay the money they did for Sam Darnold, like decent money, to go out and get Sam Darnold. And maybe you could say that that's just because there are injury concerns for both Purdy and Lance, which I get. But even if you feel like Trey Lance needs some development, they made the decision a year ago to go with Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. And now this year, he's not good enough to even be the backup. I'm sorry, but you can't tell me that they haven't soured on him a little bit 
if he's not even good enough to be the backup because it's pretty clear from anyone you talk to that they like Sam Darnold more than Trey Lance, which I would th- I think is pretty alarming if you're a Niners fan. Again, Ross Tucker there, national podcast host, national guy with the Ross Tucker podcast, former NFL player, offensive lineman center, played for the Patriots, amongst other teams. He knows his stuff. Trey Lance, man. It's just... It feels like he's never going to get a true shot because his body is breaking down on him. And that's unfortunate. And it's hard for me to call him a bust when injuries are just playing such a huge factor in his development. I mean, you got to play games to develop in this league. It's not like he can go to the minors and work on everything like a Joey Bart or something like that. He doesn't have the G League for him. He can't go down to Santa Cruz, go to the boardwalk, get the Giant Dipper, go get a bacon-wrapped hot dog and call it a day. Can't do that. He just sits behind whoever's going to be in front of him. And then when he gets... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shot, he goes in there. Gets hurt. That's all she wrote. It does feel like the next time Trey Lance gets out on the field with a legit starting opportunity or goes into a game, taking over or leaving a quarterback and got hurt or what have you. That's going to be his final moment, right? Whatever this next moment is for Trey Lance, he's got to seize it. Because I think it's going to be his last one. Let's say you, 888-957-9570. We'll continue to take your calls and texts as it pertains to the 49ers. Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. Two of the greatest head coaches of all time. And the latest reports that Bill Belichick could potentially be on the hot seat, that according to his close friends uh, via the Boston Globe, just got me thinking. Even the greatest of the greats, they need the quarterback. Andy Reid didn't win anything until Mahomes came along. Will Kyle Shanahan ever find that guy? Does he have that guy? 888-957-9570 is the numbers. The pregame show, Joe Spadoni. Come on back. More after this. Welcome back to the pregame show. Your host, Joe Spadoni, here for the next, oh, 28 minutes. It's a Phil Collins Friday. Not quite a payday Friday. It's a Friday nonetheless. What are we doing this weekend? 888-957-9570. I'm going down. See the in-laws. See the fam down in the Monterey Peninsula. Going to go to the boardwalk tomorrow. It's going to be a toasty one. Supposed to be about 80 degrees. Go to the beach, maybe get a little arcade on, get some food on. Let's go. What are you doing this weekend? 888-957-9570. What are you doing today, though? Should be 
pay attention to 95-7 the game All-Star Week blowout because it culminates today, ladies and gentlemen. Giving away a pair of tickets still to see Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan. We got a round of golf with one of the shows at Berkeley Country Club. Again, the weather's been spectacular, which means the ball's going to be flying for you. Those fairways, pristine. Those greens, pristine. Those bunkers, everything. Oh, gorgeous. Berkeley Country Club. And last but not least, an autographed Clay Thompson jersey. Got to be paying attention. Got to know the shows. Morning Roast. Steiny Goo. Willard Dibbs. Be paying attention all day. Because you could have sports related. You could have interview related. It could be caller related. Hell, we had Marcus and Richmond calling yesterday. You called into Stephen A's show a day prior. We played it yesterday with our new segment dubbed Stephen A Thursdays, where we play the best Stephen A sound of the week. Because he's just that damn good. Guy's a content machine. And if you're paying attention to Marcus and Richmond, he called in to the morning roast and was like, yeah, only takes me six minutes to have some twins. Six minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Not even 11, like he alluded to Stephen A. the day prior. 11 minutes? You can do better. I know. My brother, you are not Bernie Matt. Thanks, Stephen. You going to mention that publicly? It's just all-timers. All-timers. Speaking of all-timers, 49er fans are hoping that Brock Purdy's an all-timer, right? We've been talking about, you know, Bill Belichick, the latest report from the Boston Globe. His friends are worried that he's on the hot seat. He should be on the hot seat. Let's be honest. No playoff wins in four years. This is now an elite franchise. He helped create that, him and Tom Brady, but this is not one of the elite franchises in all of sports in America. The expectations should be high. He drafted this kid, Mac Jones, and he absolutely regressed from two years ago. You got cute. You thought you were smarter than everyone else. You own Joe Judge and Matt Patricia as your offensive guys, and that failed miserably. This is the first time we're kind of seeing Bill Belichick under this light. Not always the smartest guy in the room. And why is that? Well, it's hard to be the smartest guy in the room when you don't have the smartest quarterback in the room with you. The greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady, who also, again, might be one of the more smarter quarterbacks for go football IQ. Was never the most athletic, not even close. Well, I'll go back to the training day or what was it, the uh, combine picture and the sweats. Oh, God, why do they even make them wear that stuff? Who's wearing those long sweatpants, sweat shorts, whatever they were? Why is that a good idea? It's absolutely going to cut your time and like... Uh, I digress, but why, why, what were we doing back then? I say all that to say this, as Guru likes to say. It's always about the quarterback. If you're Bill Belichick, if you're Andy Reid, and now if you're Kyle Shanahan. You need, not always, but most of the time, a borderline or a Hall of Fame type of quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Just go out, go throughout history. Unless you're Joe Gibbs, basically, who did it with three different guys, none of which are going to the Hall of Fame, and Joe Theismann, Rippin and Doug Williams. Unless you're that guy, it's probably not going to happen. It's very difficult to win with one quarterback, let alone three different ones. Which is why Joe Gibbs, whenever we're talking about greatest head coaches of all time, maybe I should throw his name in there because that's an unbelievable feat that you can bet is never going to get matched again. I would put money on that, that a head coach will not coach three different quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. Not in my lifetime, anyways. Not with the way teams are structured, salary cap, all that sort of Not happening. Just not going to happen. But 888-957-9570, does Kyle Shanahan need that sort of quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Does he need a Patrick Mahomes type? Does he need 
Well, he could have had him. And Tom Brady. Or do you say, Spadoni, listen, we were a quarter away of winning the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. If he just hits me, but he didn't. He didn't hit Emmanuel Sanders. Why? Because a Hall of Famer makes that play. Ultimately, it's the player on the field, not the guy in the sidelines that it comes down to. Right? And yeah, injuries happen. Freak things happen. It's part of, it's part of life. It's part of sports. And if Purdy can get back into that level he was at last year, great. You got a shot. You absolutely have a shot. But I don't want to hear that, oh, we were we were a quarter away. We blew a 10-point lead. Part of that's on Shanahan. And part of that is also on the quarterback that he had. But ultimately, it's the guy on the field making the plays. And that's why Jimmy Garoppolo was crushed so much. Because he missed that. We're still talking about it. We're going to continue to talk about it. But it was the guy on the other field making the plays too to make it a game, to complete the comeback. You know, we can sit here and talk about the Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, if he just did this, we would have won. How about we give credit to the guy on the other sideline, Patrick Mahomes? Third and 15, Tyreek Hill? It's greatness. You tip your cap at the end of the day. We were talking about heartbreaking losses. And Joe Shasky is going to join me for the crossover next. He was talking about it. He's like, listen, in hindsight, yeah, that Super Bowl loss sucked. But Patrick Mahomes is going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Right? He's going to go down as one of the greatest of the greats. So I can just tip my cap and look back and you know what? We lost to greatness and that's easier to swallow. It is. It's when you lose to the guys like Flacco that really gets Joe upset. And I get that. It's like Joe Flacco, really? That's who he lost to? He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's very good at a time, and maybe one of the greatest playoff runs of all time, but losing to that guy, yeah, that one stings more. It sucks. Yeah. 888-957-9570. Good morning to all of you on Twitch, on YouTube. We are live and streaming there. Search 95.7 The Game, like, and subscribe, and also be sure to download that Odyssey app for all of your... 49ers coverage, Warriors coverage, Giants coverage. Again, Giants get back in action today. The MLB gets back in action today after the All-Star break. Giants taking on the Pirates. That's over in Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh, I know, don't got no Steelers. Shout out Mac Dre. From the Comcast Business text line, 510, what's he doing this weekend? It's always the question on a Friday here on the pregame show. What are you doing this weekend? He's going to go see the new Mission Impossible movie. That's Simon from uh, from Oakland, I should say. Oh, God. All right. I'm going on a tangent now. Hey, man, sooner or later, the mission's got to be possible at some point. Six of them? If he keeps completing the mission, the name Mission Impossible loses his luster because you have done it five times already, Tom Cruise. For God's sakes. I- I'm, not, I'm not calling it that anymore because I know what's going to happen. The mission will ultimately be possible. Oh, it's just a movie. But damn it. It works for like three of them. Once you start getting on to like Mission Impossible like 10, like we're doing Fast and the Furious, it starts to piss me off a little bit. Like, come on. What are we doing here? And it feels like they're always super highly rated. I always have my uh, my Flickster app. I see all the movies that are out. It gives me the Rotten Tomatoes, the audience scores, everything. And they're always in the 95s, 90s. Like, oh my God, it's the greatest action movie ever made. They just did it again. They did it again. I'm sorry, I just I can't suspend the disbelief of the name Mission Impossible when this is like the seventh or eighth one. Can't do it. If that makes me a hater, I'm sorry. Sooner or later the mission's gotta be possible for this guy. I was complaining about the weather earlier. Nicole Diaz is getting on me. Toasty, Joe, it's ninety six here in Miami. Don't talk about uh toasty to me. That's with humidity too, Nicole, isn't it? Oof. Gross. I can't help it. I was raised. And this kind of weather that San Francisco has. Out in Pacific Grove, is the same thing. The June gloom. It's like 60 degrees all summer long until you get the Indian summer, as we call it here. September, October, it gets a little hot. A little unbearable at times. You get into the 90s, potentially. But yes, when it gets to 80s, get a little uncomfortable. It's all right. Yes, to your point, Nicole Diaz on the chat, I would not last in Miami, if that's what you're saying. Not even close. Be staying in my hotel room with the AC on, blasted. Then at night, I'll go out. I know it's still sticky, 
Well, at least cooler a little bit. You know what's not going to cool down is the cross, Joe. That's coming up next with Joe Shasky. He's going to join me here. I want to get his thoughts on what we've been discussing this morning as regards to Hall of Fame coaches, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, winning a Super Bowl without one. All that coming up next on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. That's all. Still calls Friday here on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni. One more segment here before tossing it over to Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky. And I got a prize to give away. 95-7 The Game's All-Star Week blowout continues and concludes today. Be paying attention to Morning Roast, Willard Dibbs, Steiny Goo, all the shows. Giving away Jerry Seinfeld, Jim Gaffigan tickets. Round of golf with one of the shows at Berkeley Country Club and an autographed Clay Thompson jersey. And don't forget, all the winners also qualify for a signed Stephen Curry jersey. All right. Been talking NFL for most of the show today. Quarterbacks, coaches, Hall of Fame. Does it matter if the quarterback you have isn't a Mahomes, a Burrow, an Allen. Well, if that's the case, you just need to catch lightning in a bottle. That's all I can say. Happened with Nick Foles, happened with Joe Flacco, Brad Johnson, elite defense, all that sort of stuff. I don't know if we'll ever see defenses like we saw with the Ravens, a la Trent Dilfer, and again, the Bucks, a la a, what did I say, Chad Johnson? Brad Johnson. Not Chad Ochocinco. But when it comes to Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, any of these guys, right now, I think that's what it would take for them to win a Super Bowl. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, you can be as great as you want. I get it. He's the boy wonder. Robin the boy wonder, as a guru calls him. Kid genius, whatever. It's great. He's also very conservative because he is fearful of these quarterbacks making mistakes in big moments. But in the biggest moments, you got to live with that. I don't think Shanahan can. Gets tight. He's gotten tight. For as great as he is, I think that is one of the knocks on his game. Coach is a little tight at times. Now there's instances where he doesn't. He just takes the ball to the quarterback's hands. He's not getting tight. He's just not trusting the quarterback. Gives it to Debo. Let's him do the work. A la the Green Bay game, the Cowboy game just a few years ago. That's fine. But ultimately, the quarterbacks need to make some plays to win. Gone are the days, again, of the dominant, dominant defenses like we saw in the early 2000s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Those aren't here anymore. Yeah, the Legion of Boom was 10 years ago. And then what happened when they faced a Hall of Fame quarterback? For the second time, back-to-back years. Versus Peyton Manning, again, notorious joker, Hall of Famer, great. Greatest regular season quarterback of all time. Got humbled mightily in that game. But again, you had a Hall of Fame quarterback on the other side in Russell Wilson. Although, we'll see how things end up in Denver with Russell Wilson. He was on a Hall of Fame type of trajectory. Maybe that's going to take a step back if he continues to stink it up there. But I think Sean Payton will hopefully bring the best out of that guy. Can't wait for week one, man. Huh. Cannot wait. Raiders, Broncos, and Denver. Jimmy G versus Russell Wilson. We got that last year in Denver, too. We had the pick eight, is what we dubbed it. Oh, man. I don't even know if Jimmy's going to play week one out there, is he? We'll see. We shall see. Good morning to all of you. Just getting off work, getting ready for work. Getting ready for the weekend. Again, the question, what are you doing this weekend? What are we doing? 510. Can I trade the last prizes for a signed Jerry Seinfeld jersey? That's pretty good. Give you a five for that one, 510, on the Comcast Business Tech sign. A signed Jerry Seinfeld jersey instead of Clay Thompson. Can we get that? What would that jersey even be? What would it be? 
Who was it? The uh, the Seinfeld episode, and Sam and I were actually just talking about Seinfeld. And I was like, were you a big Seinfeld guy? He's like, eh. He's so-so on it. It's like, that's fine. It's very, you either like it or you don't. It feels like you're either a Friends person or a Seinfeld person. I never got into Friends. Yeah. Again, Sam's, Sam's out on both. Doesn't like both of them. He's more of a Boy Meets World guy. Am I right, Sammy? Topanga Lawrence? Yeah? Come on, yeah, get in here. Uh, get get the mic. He's he's all he's all amped up for it now. I say I got heard like half that question. You a Boy Meets World guy? Uh, I don't know what's the. Did you like any show, Sam? That's all I'm asking. Did I mean, like growing up, I was I was big on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay, me that all day that's long. fine. What the cops did I watch as a kid? I don't know. I was more of like a back in the like 90s, early 2000s. I was kind of more of a Nickelodeon kid than a than a whatever. Sitcoms that's fine. Little Rugrats, kid. all right. Yeah. Well, all real monsters. Oh, yeah, big Rugrats, obviously. Cat SpongeBob. Dog, SpongeBob. Oh, cat Dog. That was. There you go. Okay. Off we go down some cartoon rabbit holes. That's there's how we get a couple 90s babies on air. There you go. I still remember when. Uh, Spongebob debuted when we were like five or six. It was the uh, anchovies episode. They dubbed it up as a huge thing, and then it just took off. You go back and rewatch that first season of Spongebob, and like you start to notice things you didn't notice as a kid. Oh, I realized like, why my dad was... a kid was... show? Oh, yeah. My dad, I realize now, is why he was laughing at all like with the Spongebob in the background. The amount of adult innuendos in the shows is pretty remarkable for a kid's show. Joe Shasky, as he joins me now for the crossover. Almost like our show from yesterday. Oh, my God. Yesterday was an all-timer. I don't care what anyone says. We were, people thought we were scraping at the bottom of the barrel. No, we were digging and we found gold in yesterday's show. Marcus and Richmond, he can look back on that and he gave content for days. Joe Shasky. The amount of people I heard from <laughs> that said that might have been the funniest episode that we've ever done. Oh, it's not even close. Unintentionally, too. Unintentionally, but also intentional towards the end. Every but it person, was great. The working man. <laughs> Don't work. You going to mention that publicly? <laughs> Dude. 11 minutes, you Steven. can do better. All-timer. Stephen A. does not... He needs to get a raise whenever he, Everyone's saying he's making too much money. No. It's not making enough money. In my, the amount of content that this man creates constantly, I don't know how he doesn't get exhausted. What, what is it for you? Is it the cadence? Is it the delivery? It's, is it the vocabulary? It's everything. It's the cadence. It's the way in which he speaks. The it's presentation. The, it's the presentation. It's the ridiculousness of his words. It's the it's the audaciousness, the audacity. <laughs> it's oh, the, he comes out. He has a thesaurus on him at all times because some of these words I don't even know if are real. But when Stephen A. says them, I just think they are real. It's just incredible. Uh, like, I have I you have, have some impression. serious deficiencies. You have deficiencies in there. You want to hear my Stephen A. impression? Please. Should I try to do? You can try. I know Stephen Langford had one. It was, it was pretty good. He did. He had a little bit. Yeah, he was more yelling than the... Uh, no, no, no. That's the, not the key. The okay. key to Stephen A. Joey Spadoni. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I mean, he can't be trusted. Hey, you mean to tell me that Sam Loveman... That's, that's kind of how you have to do it. No, I could be wrong. And we get back into our point. Every time, right? No, no, no. no, no. Oh my God! You guys saw cartoons. Your See, I grew up extremity. on a- <laughs> Thank you. I grew up on a lot of cartoons that were probably just a generation outside of yours: Transformers, Ghostbusters, things like that. Yeah. But my little brother was all in on like Ren and Stimpy. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Doug. Oh yeah, Doug. Yeah, and then you yep. said Rugrats. Rugrats. Rugrats yep. was absolutely yep. one of my little brother's ones. Big um, ones. I'm trying to think of some of the SpongeBob was way too young for us. Yes, because you were at that point. You were like into South Park stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah big oh, South yeah. Park guy. Well, Simpsons ruled the day, and then South Park came in and Be- was like the raunchier, raunchier version. Beavis and Butthead in between. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <sighs> Cornholio. Oh, so good. Yeah. Beavis it was and Butthead to America is an all timer still. Which one? Uh, Beavis about Do America, the oh, movie. All-timer. Absolutely. Yeah, Cornholio. Come on. And then what were the uh, the South Park guys created the movie um, with the puppets? Oh, Team America. Team World America. Police. All-timer. Just hilarious. I don't even know if these things get you canceled <laughs> nowadays. I'm not even sure what's Well, South real. Park's been doing it for years, and they're not going to get canceled. I don't think they will be. They took on the whole PC thing. Remember, PC principal got oh, introduced. Course. Oh, it's all That's my cousin Jack. Do we rip him all the time for <laughs> Really? That? Does he look like that? He has the Oakleys and everything? He's you're a like, wrestling coach out of high school. Oh, oh so you don't even need insert to, your own jokes. There you go. That's all you need to say. And he's a big time camper. Oh, huge. Uh, what are you doing this weekend, Joey? Doing anything fun? I know uh, last night was tough. Yeah, I'm licking my wounds ah. because you know the season for the 12U San Francisco All Star SFYBL team came to an end last night. We just, ah. you know, the scoreboard might say that we lost. I just sent an email to a bunch of parents. This was taking me so long. That was just a, such a rewarding season, and that's like one of the things I know. Like life and look. The pros is different, all right? The pros are different. But, like, so many kids are playing youth sports right now. Your son's going to be getting hot and heavy into youth sports. At the end of the day, here's what my checklist is. 
everyone's like, get better and play at the next level. Yeah, duh, got it. Okay. Really what it's about is, did they enjoy their experience? Did they learn the game? Did they love it more, right? More than when the season started. And then, did they make friendships and memories along the way that are going to be able to truly last them a lifetime? Those are the things that you carry on. Totally. And it's cliche to say that. It's like, oh, you're getting soft, Joe. This is the participation trophy. Stop. Stop. Kids sports has never really been about winning championships. Sure. Maybe if you're an AAU team and you're trying to do that. Even then. But even then, it's not about that. No. It's about building the connection, man. Dude, I, I, Life I lessons said, in sports, man. I, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm way off today. I'm not going to lie. I'm really tired. It's all right. I must have said 7,000 times this year to a kid. Like, a lot of these kids are used to succeeding in every sport or, you know, in, in the lower-level leagues, and now you're playing up against other players that are elite, oh. and, and they're striking out or whatever, and emotionally at this age, you know, a lot of kids are, are adjusting to failure. And I'm like, bro, Willie Mays failed 7 out of 10 times. Willie Mays! You're going to fail more than you succeed. Absolutely. That's and just, in life, you're not going to probably date the prom queen. You're probably not going to get into your first college uh, of choice. You're probably not going to get straight A's. You're probably not going to get that first job out of college. I am preparing you for failure in life because if you're not resilient, life will chew you up and spit you out. No, it's a fact. It's a fact. You know what won't chew me up and spit me out? What? It's the morning roast. It's coming up next on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.